This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome everyone. Mark Howitz here with me. We got a, a busy show. I had to shut the door. We got a smoke problem out there. That's good though. Yeah, you know, apparently a couple. I thought it was control burn. Oh, it's it. not. It's not good. It's a couple of lightning oh. started fires, which I think they're letting this them burn. Time, this time of year is probably yeah. okay with all the rain. Everything's that pretty good. Stuff, yeah, yeah. So it's part of what nature's supposed to do to clean out our national forest, which will soon be shutting down. The national forest, the air you breathe. Life itself is about to The air stop. will no longer be funded. The air, how can we survive without the federal government? That's it's, the it's question impossible. of the day. <laughs> Let's see what happens um, coming up here. It's, what is it, Friday's the last day, Saturday's the last day, and then they're, they're supposed to do it. Then I don't think they're going to do it. I think it'll shut down unless they get enough. They get the, the so-called moderate Republicans, mm-hmm. the real rhinos, to join with the Democrats. That could happen. You know, I actually love the shutdowns. And the only thing, <laughs> way it affects me is the national parks, you know, shut down, which is fine because I know the back way in <laughs> and it keeps all the tourists away. So you can go in and enjoy it by yourself. That's true. The Grand Canyon will not shut down though. There was a, they uh, keep that open. Well, they created, I think Arizona passed something back where they would back fund it or something. Um, so Grand Canyon is one of the few national parks that will actually stay open Supposedly, we so shall see. That the fact that we have to backfund it is ridiculous because the Grand Canyon National Park actually makes money. A lot of the national parks, the obscure ones, don't make money. Well, but, yeah, you've seen where some of them are. Yeah, but your, <laughs> uh, you know, your your uh, Grand Canyon, your Yosemite, your Yellowstone, they're money makers. Yeah, and they actually take money from those parks and send it to the obscure parks. So by closing the Grand Canyon, they're actually losing revenue. It's, I like it's those obscure ones. You go there and they're like, they're just happy to see you. Yeah. It's like, I haven't seen anyone in four days. <laughs> and you Great stop by Plains there. National Park or <laughs> yeah. And just doesn't have that uh, limelight, you know, for the exactly. people to come visit. But I, I, it would be nice. I wish, you know, with all the traveling I do, all the traveling you do, it'd be cool to see every national park go to everyone. But some of them are up in Alaska and they're like fly in places and right. really hard to get to. But maybe if, after I get through the 50 States, that'd be my, my next bucket list is to is, do all the national parks. I don't know. It yeah, sounds, actually it sounds like a, a lot. <laughs> I picked up a book on all, all 50. It's like a magazine on all 50 national parks. And I flipped through it and I was like, yeah, no, don't know that one. And, yeah. You know, where's that? I didn't even know there was that one in the middle of Nevada that went up in the mountains there. I can't remember the name of it right now. But there's one that I only saw because we were kind of driving by through the desert. And I was like, hey, there's a national park up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I, it'll, it'll come to me at, at some point, folks. Uh, yeah, if you got comments about potential government shutdown, uh, we'll, we'll definitely look at those and love to get those on air. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, we do have Clay Clark coming up with the Reawaken American Tour. Uh, America Tour, he's uh, a podcaster, businessman, and he's a, a big Trump ally. So we'll talk with him coming up about couple things going on, like the government shutdown. Um, and in the second hour, we do want to go over some of the political landscape in Arizona, including the new layout as far as the parties and the party registration and the No Labels Party. And Mark will have a big announcement on no that one. No Labels. Was no it like eight man. people on that now? I hear 15,000. It's growing rapidly. It's growing rapidly. Very rapidly. <laughs> All right, so we'll hit on all that. No, but I say let, let's see what happens here. You know, bring it on, shut it down. Yeah, I I agree. 
if you know the real reason it's shutting down, like they're not coming to an agreement, is two reasons. One, they all want to put pork in there, mm-hmm. all of them, both sides of the aisle. They all got their pork they want in there, and they're not getting it. Yep. And, and the other thing is the nonsense, like the climate change stuff. That's just absolute nonsense. Yeah. No. If they, you if you just forget about those things and just pass the budget that is military roads, you know, just the basic stuff, it would get passed. Who's going to disagree with that? Yeah, but nobody. They, you know, they've but got they all, all stuff. want their junk yeah. in there, and this is where they can put the junk. So the. This slice of the pie, the discretionary spending, is what they get to argue over. All the other yep. stuff, the, the the 70, oh, I think it's like 73% or whatever, 74% is on autopilot. Yeah. There's it's things, just Social Security yeah, payments, all that. All that stuff that has to happen. Right? And you're still going to get that. Right. That doesn't come – let me get the calendar here so I'm, not, so I'm looking at the right dates here. We're in September uh, the 30th. Yes, it's Sunday. Sunday's October 1st. Um, if you're still going to get your social security checks, yes, you're still all of these agencies. Now, what I do feel bad about and what I think stinks is the military Mm -hmm. paychecks. They're not coming. The border patrol agents, you know, the law enforcement, things like that. Critical, the, the critical workers in America. So they, so they call them the, um, what's the exact term they use? Oh, I, I can't remember all the government yeah. um, goobly goo out there, <laughs> but it's uh, the essential workers. Essential, the essential yep. workers. Yeah, I mean this 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 is crap that goes back to, to I was COVID. An, I was an essential worker because I was I have a construction business, so yeah, it but, was actually the COVID shutdown was fantastic because the, the streets were empty. I could zip across town in five minutes. I'm the only one out there, and a couple other construction guys and a yeah. few police officers. I say, uh, bring it back. Well, you know, COVID and I'm government free. lockdown. <laughs> as long as I'm free, yeah, that works until you're not, right? No, no. But they 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 came came up with this crap a long time ago. But during COVID, you had the essential workers. You know, you can still go in. You're still important. Yep. Unless you're an essential worker that like, you know, a non-essential worker that's you know you got to put food on your table, your family's table. Mm-hmm. You know, they come up with this crap. So I, I I'm always baffled when there's a government shutdown though, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, the non-essential workers go home. Well, why do they even come back if they're right. not essential? What are they even there for? That is the best point about the government. Yes. Yeah. If they're not essential, bye. Get rid of them. Exactly. You don't come back. You're laid off forever. Bye. Now, people may have problems, and I say as a community, we just need to come together and figure this stuff out. For example, they threaten with the Head Start program, things like that, where people are dropping their kids off at you know super right. early to go to work and picking up, up super late. But go ahead. And then Fine. I, I, the problem with all those programs, half of our education funding in Arizona comes from the federal government. Mm-hmm. We get we have a roughly call it fourteen billion dollar education program in Arizona. About seven billion is taxpayer. The other, yeah, take that back. It's all taxpayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven billion comes through the state taxes. The other seven billion comes through federal taxes. Let's just end the federal education thing. And stop taking the money from us. Just leave it here in Arizona and yep. let us figure out how to spend our money. Well, when you word it like that, though, Mark, it sounds like, okay, $7 billion is from internal state taxes, et cetera, sales tax, this yep. and that. And then $7 billion is coming from the feds. It, it, I know you didn't mean it to sound this way, but it sounds like, oh, it's coming as like a, a lollipop, as a favor, as as free money to Arizona. But we're sending money to the feds, and then we get to, we get to beg for it back. Right. It's more like we give them 
10 billion. Yeah, and we get, they borrow another 10 billion. And then and we, like, after that 20 billion, we get seven back. It's like a real good laundry machine going on there. Um, it is literally like yeah, laundering money. Yeah. It's okay. So I, I say I feel for you if you got a kid and head start, but we're going to just have to figure out how to not make that if the shutdown happens and here's the deal i wish we were never in a position where we had to rely and people mass amount of people had to rely on these government programs that's right because then you become dependent on it if you didn't have to pay so much taxes to the fed if you didn't have to have so many regulations and onerous things that make it hard to run a business make it hard to get a job make it hard to go across town because gas is 450 because they made it hard to domestically tap our uh, oil natural gas you name it if we didn't have them creating such problems and dragging us down we wouldn't need them to come up with programs to fix those very problems you might not need head start because you might be able to have uh you know a little more time because maybe the job opportunities are there more jeff that is the best point everybody's (laughs) like i need my government program well if you just had a better income you wouldn't need the government program yeah you could work a few hours you could be home when your kids get home what gets in the way? The government. The government all the time. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I got an inflation problem, so we need the government to send out checks and to off and and to increase the amount of money you can get uh, because inflation went up for like housing vouchers and this and that. Oh yeah. But the government caused the inflation. We we keep fighting. They're they're trying to fix the things that they cause. I wonder. Shut I them down. Wonder if they're trying to fix things. Or if they just love having... Yeah, they love it. They love the control. They love the control. Yeah. I say bring it on, shut it down, deal with the ramifications. How long would it take the average American out there to figure out that we really don't need these people's people in our life that much? We really don't need most of these. I tried to look up number of government federal agencies, Mark. I got somewhere between 60 and 435. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. Nobody knows. Nobody even knows how well, many there's federal- agencies and sub-agencies and agencies that were absorbed under other agencies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just goes on and on. This is like trying to confirm life on another planet 83 light years away yes. or something. You can't there's, even get to the facts. <laughs> you can't even. So 43, I, I have it open here still. And I was reading some of these and I was like, what is that? You know, what? what are some of these things? It's just... Amtrak Reform Council, American Battle Monuments Commission, Antitrust Modernization. I mean, it just goes on and on. You're like, where did this stuff come from? So it's just all these people, those are the non-essential people that are going to be sent home in in all these somewhere between 60 and 435 government federal agencies that will be sent home. But the sad thing is, in 2019, they passed legislation so that if there is a government shutdown, all these people come back and they they get paid. Oh, they get back pay. They get back pay. It's extra paid vacation for them. So the, meanwhile, they, they still get their whatever it is two, three, four weeks of vacation pay plus plus this. that because why they're at home. You know, let me ask you this, it's, it's and ridiculous. I feel for you if you're in a position you're working for the government and you're like, okay, I'm gonna not be getting paid for a couple of weeks and I'm gonna be in a stressed position because sixty percent of American households are now living paycheck to paycheck. So I higher than that. Uh, okay, I, I understand that, uh, but if in the private sector, when the government because it was the government that did this, shut us down, small businesses, yep. told people they couldn't go to work. Yep. We didn't have that kind of backstop. Now, they sent out checks. They did. But that did not help many, many, many people who well, lost their business and during hurt the COVID shutdown. Because yeah. all those checks caused inflation. Exactly. So it actually it actually hurt. So, I mean, if, if, if your small business can't stay open, call it their government shutdown, you just you lose your job. 
mm-hmm. and you don't get paid. I don't have no, you're in construction, Mark. I've been around construction forever. We don't got no houses to frame. No, it's. I'm sorry. You know, we don't have work for the next two, three weeks. If you remember, you're used the, to that in construction. You remember during the last um, recession, 2009, 2010. Oh, I remember that one. Everybody remembers, right? And we're both in real estate. I had one of my tenants call me up and say, look, you can either cut my rent by 25% or I have to move out. I can't make it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, well, do I want the downtime? These are good tenants. Or do I want to just take a cut in the rent? So I was like, all right, we're all in this together. I'm taking the cut in rent. I'll keep these good tenants at a lower rate because I, I know they're sincere. They're, they're taking cuts at work. Everybody yeah. was taking cuts. And so you work together as a community. Yeah. You know, and if, you're, I, if you have a good tenant, a really good, like they're taking care of your place, they're always paying on time, not causing problems, not getting the police there, not having 20 dogs when they're supposed to have no problems. Not pets, starting a meth lab. Not starting a meth lab. And you want to <laughs> keep them in hard times, you will compromise. Yeah, you will. Yeah. And that, that's, that's where the community comes together. But that's also, okay, that's community. Yep. That's also the private sector market. Yes. That's not the government coming in because at the same time, the government said, you can't kick people out. We're having an eviction moratorium. Right. right? You can't collect rent and yeah. you can't kick them out. Yeah. Now, I had quite a few tenants that came to me and said, I'm having some trouble. And we said the same thing. Some commercial tenants, too, that had mm-hmm. businesses that were shut down by the almighty government. Right. Yep. And they came to me and we made a deal. And I said, okay, we'll, we'll work this out. We worked it out over a long period of time. Right. Yep. Uh, and that's what you do. But- if the market's down long enough, Mark, the rents will adjust. The free market will say, okay, the economy's still in a dump. Right. The market, the per square foot price, the per unit price, whatever, is going to go down. But if the government had their way, they would control that. They would have price controls on housing. There's many people out of those 435, 435 federal, federal agencies, 435 representatives in Congress. Maybe they each have an agency. agency. <laughs> that just dawned on me. Uh, they would do price controls, though, and try to control the market. Exactly. So it's just, and then they'll say, hey, we're helping you. We're helping you. you it's just yeah. round and round we cool. go. We're from the government. And we're, we're here to help. Here to help. Yeah. So, yeah. And by the way, Congress still gets paid. Yeah. They, and there is somebody out there saying, I think it might be Gates or somebody saying, nope, we, at 1201 on Saturday or Sunday or whatever, no pay. You know, our, our pay is be, cut. You know, send it to the Border Patrol agents. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure no. most of those guys would love to control if the Congress border. Congress cannot pass a budget, that is their job. They should get zero pay. Yeah, exactly. And zero health care benefits and zero everything. Nothing. Because, you know, if you look into what Congress gets, it's not just the, whatever, 186000 yeah. a year. I can't remember the exact number. About that. It's yeah. constantly going up. Yeah. But Inflation. they also get, if they're in there long enough, and I forget, you have to be in there four, six, eight 30 years. 30 years, you get gold bars. Oh, sorry. No, no. That's, that's another that's <laughs> But you another get the story. lifetime health care. Yeah. They're not, they don't have to um, use the Social Security system, the Medicare system. They have their own system. Mm-hmm. This has always been a problem. They say, hey, the populace, you get this system, yeah. you plebeians, hey, and we peasants. get this other system. Yeah, we get that really good system. But but wait, there's more. <laughs> wait to hear this one about a, a far-off place that nobody could find on a map not too long ago. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management um, is going to be on the show Friday, I believe. We always like to do market updates every week. Now, Glenn and his team have an investment strategy to give you confidence no matter what curveball the market might throw at you. Uh, why don't you give Glenn a call and get a free complimentary consultation with him? As you know, I don't give any financial advice, uh, but I talk to a lot of people, and Glenn's one of those. That's why I bring him on. Uh, that's why he's been coming on this program for years to talk about the market because it's much more complex than 
than it was just a, a few years ago. I mean, you've got, we've talked cryptocurrencies before, and he'll, he'll be glad to talk to you about that. He's got this anti-ESG woke fund or something that they're they're doing which yeah, I, I, I think like is, is pretty like cool he also has a woke fund too about like because <laughs> he wants you to invest he wants hey how are we going to make money here and he always says hey there's certain things i won't invest in of course yep. and he's talked about that on the program why don't you see if he's a good fit I, I think he shares a lot of the same values you do uh give him a call right now at 928-225-2474 that's glenn least at wt wealth management at 928-225-2474 here with me clay clark coming up next i'm so tired of this ukraine thing i just feel like the 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 powers the elite in this country the bidens and so many people in congress and so many others just don't care about us at all i don't even think that i know that at this point oh for sure they don't they're so concerned about ukraine you know why don't you go over there well, you know, they, Biden they, and your senator friends, why don't you go over there and man some uh, some some air defense systems for a while or something? You know, I mean, seriously, go well, on over there and just, take care of that. If we could just send Biden over there and just kind of leave him, <laughs> just, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, people have been complaining and pointing out it's, the people in Maui. I think got seven hundred dollars a piece or something. I got my Hawaii hat on today. You got your Hawaii hat yeah, on. Seven hundred bucks. Yeah, something like something that. like that. And we're sending. I think we're over a hundred billion now. To Ukraine. Oh, I think that's. I think we're well beyond that. It's like trying to figure out how many federal agencies there are. How much have we spent, actually? You don't know what they've spent over there. How could you trust anything they're doing? Because they're funneling through all kinds of stuff. Part of this um, government shutdown deal, the, the continuing resolution that they're trying to work out, is Ukraine money. I mean, it's, uh, Republicans want border security and probably other stuff, too. Yep. Uh, and then you got Biden, who's trying to tie things to more funding. For Ukraine, and it's a bottomless pit. What I'm hearing right now is even if the government shuts down, so you don't get your head start, you don't get to go to most of your national parks, even the ones that are in the middle of nowhere, unless you go with Mark and he sneaks you in the back way. That's right. You don't get to do any of that. They shut down certain things like that. But for what I'm hearing, Ukraine's still going to get their money. They're still going to get the CIA advisors or whatever the hell they have over there. Well, the big problem is the money isn't just for weapons and fighting the war. Yeah. It's... Uh, call it humanitarian is a nice word. It's not just that. It's even worse. I was reading an article that right now we are funding 56,000 first responders. Your tax dollars are funding 56,000 first responders in Ukraine. I mean, our first responders over here, are they getting funded like that? Exactly. Um, also, from what I'm reading, there are uh, there's money being provided, like STEMI-type money, you know, financing, et cetera, et cetera, to Ukrainian small businesses. I heard that as well. You heard that too. Yes. Yeah. Did you get uh, some kind of, I, I mean, you, you got it. If you went to get a business loan right now, you'd be lucky to get eight or 10%. Yeah. Right. I wonder what the small businesses in Ukraine are paying. Probably nothing. Are they going to pay us back? Yeah. <laughs> are we going to get, I don't know. 
bushels of wheat. They're bushels big wheat, wheat producer yeah. or something. <laughs> what else do they? I mean, look, them? look. I want to be. You know, the, the United States is by far the biggest donor, uh, private donations and government donations, your tax dollars, in the world. Right. By right. far. Yeah. By far. I mean, we're a generous society. But Very come generous. on already. Yep. You know, why, why are we the ones that, where's, where's Germany and Poland and all these countries right so, around there? I did read that the, uh, well, okay, <laughs> this was a couple weeks old that the, U, the Europeans finally, as a collective, surpassed Oh, the they US. finally kicked it up. Okay. However, with this new round of giving, I think we're like trying to help the ante yeah. to where we're giving the most again. Probably. It's probably money we sent to European nations, so they just repackaged well, that and sent it on. And that was something I said long before Trump got elected is, we've got to make NATO ante up. And it was one of the things I was so happy that Trump did. He went yeah. and said, hey, you guys are supposed to be spending 2% of your GDP on military, and you haven't been doing it for decades. Do it, or we're out, yeah. you know, basically. He made a lot of threats. And so they, they ponied up. I don't know if they still are. They might have backed off again. Oh, I'm sure they did because they got weakling, you know, wimpy Biden. They got mm-hmm. a wimp at McCarthy. I mean, who is this guy? So He's been Europeans, his whole life in, in in political office. Yeah, the Europeans were spending closer to 1% of their GDPs. And we've been consistently spending about 3.5% of our GDP on military. Yeah. Well, think of the shield we provide them right. over in Europe, right. Japan, and South Korea, so many other places. No, but th- this is a problem when you have really bad wimpy leaders. Biden. McCarthy, who's that? You got McConnell. You oh, got that it, other it guy. Goes back. I, I mean, mean, these ancient people that they're just named Clinton, Bush, Bush. Yeah. I mean, it goes. It just keeps going back. Nobody. Look, I'm not the biggest Trump fan, but he was the one that finally stood up to the member nations of NATO and said, "Hey, we're not putting up with this anymore." Yeah, he kept the world in check as well. Yeah, you know, there there wasn't. You didn't see these. You, you didn't see Russia invading a country. No, you didn't see North Korea acting up. You didn't see all this craziness that's been going on. He kept he kept him in check, and I think the American people are starting to see that. And I think mm-hmm. that's why you're starting to see uh, that reflected in the polls. The latest poll, what was it by NBC that came out over the weekend, was showing Trump beating Biden, and it was like ten points or something, eight or ten points. It was significant because yeah. people are looking at this and saying, "You want to shut down the government?" Which which I'm fine, bring it on, you know. But you want to shut down the government? We can't have funding here in this country. But you're going to send money to Ukraine, and this is your, this is the sword you're going to die on politically. Yep. I mean, give me a break. Let's get Clay Clark's take on this uh, reawaken American tour. Talk with him. Plus your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those in right now. We'll try to pop those in by the end of the show. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, if you're looking at refinancing a home right now, maybe cash out refinance. Maybe you just want to. Maybe you had a loan from back in the early 80s and it's like at 18% and you can still get lower. Um, Maybe you're looking at a second home investment property. Angela and I went through Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans last year on on an investment property. So she does all that. Multifamily properties, off-grid properties. Nova Home Loans is Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender. They make local decisions like a bank and because they're also a broker, Kim Dawson has access to all the best programs out there. Mention the Jeff Orvitt Show when you call. Or when you deal with her, when you get to closing, I should say. You get $250 off the lender's fee, and every bit helps nowadays. Call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458. That's 928-310-6458. Or go to novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. 
Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087. BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunity. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. It is Tuesday, which means Sportsman's Bar and Grill has Taco Tuesday. Take advantage of this. Uh, oh, man. Great tacos there. Uh, you've got shrimp, fish, lobster, carnitas, steak. I've, if you've never had a lobster taco, have you ever tried one of those? Are you a shell? I'm Are you a no shellfish? shellfish guy. You're like Angela. Yeah, Chief, no shellfish. One time we thought. Give me the beef tacos, the chicken tacos, yeah, one the time, goat tacos. One time we, the goat, I don't know if they have that, but one time we thought that was it for her. She blew up like a balloon, had shellfish. Right. And yeah, It happened later, too. You know, She was always able to eat that stuff. And then yeah. like in her 30s. Wow. Hit it, done. Anyway, they've got great tacos there. They've got great drink specials. Something always going on on their $4 menu. There's games on all their 70 TVs. Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many years in a row. Just north of downtown Flagstaff right there in the Basha Shopping Center. Stop on by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Coming back with uh, Clay Clark, King Tight. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovit Show. This is the Jeff Orovit Show. All right, welcome back. Mark Howard here with me. And we also have Clay Clark with the Reawaken America Tour. Clay, how are you doing today? Welcome back. Well, I appreciate you guys allowing me to be here with you. Thanks for carving out time. And I encourage everybody, if you want to learn more about what we're doing, just go to time2freeamerica.com. That's time2freeamerica.com. Well, Clay, what do you think about the wranglings going on with the illustrious folks in D.C.? Uh, the government shutdown scheduled for, what, Saturday or so. Uh, your thoughts on that? Now, um, I, um, in terms of government shutdowns, I never want to um, comment on something I'm speaking out of ignorance of. But I can tell you, if you look at the list of the things that get closed down when there is a government shutdown, I don't consider many of those things to be essential. Yeah. So today. <laughs> I look forward to a government uh, shutdown, if at all possible. I, I think one, one of the best things the government can do is shut down. I think it would be good. And I was listening to, who was it was Glenn Beck this morning. Sometimes I catch him in the morning when I'm taking the kids to school and stuff. And he was like two weeks to flat, like, like kind of throwing it back at them with COVID, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve, two weeks to see if you really matter in DC. <laughs> I think, I think people would wake up and say, Hey, my life's really not impacted that much. Um, with the hundreds of federal agencies that are shut down and this and that, there's really no impact to the average person. I don't think. Correct. I, you know, I think that the average person uh, recognizes that we just gave 115 billion and counting to Ukraine, the same Ukraine uh, who's led by Zelensky. Uh, and Zelensky appears to be taking some of the money that we've uh, given Ukraine and has invested in uh, new sweatpants. And uh, he's also invested money into the uh, <laughs> decision to promote uh, Marina Abramovich, a known spirit cooker, a Satan worshiper, uh, into being an ambassador to help, quote unquote, rebuild the schools. I mean, I think people are seeing through this deception. 
I, I think they are, but they also feel helpless, I think, in making a difference. Um, and that leads me to the, what was that, the NBC poll that came out? NBC of all places. Uh, Trump versus Biden showing that Trump is is doing pretty well. What you what you make of it? For as much as we can trust polls and rely on any of this stuff. Well, the thing about the polls that's, that's so uh, dangerous is polls um, often are used to shape the opinions of weak-minded individuals. You know, so as an example, like your show right here, I'm not going to say something that's passive-aggressive about your show or super-positive. I'm just saying, hey, and on today's show, we're on your show. You know, I mean, that's a statement I could say. And on today's show, I'm on your show. You know? um, <laughs> however, it is possible through polling to say, on today's show, 9 out of 10 people love this show, you know, or 9 out of 10 people don't like this show. And all of a sudden, people start to go, oh, I wonder if I should listen to the show. Yeah. I mean, if nine out of 10 people love the show, I should probably listen to the show. If nine out of 10 people hate the show, I should probably not listen to the show. I, uh, so that's why when you watch a movie today, I, I try not to watch movies, but folks, but if you watch a movie, a lot of movies will say, you got to go see the new movie, yada, yada, featuring this person, that person, yada, yada, two thumbs up from yada, yada, five stars from yada, yada. 107,000 people say this is the best movie they've ever seen. Yeah. And then you go sit down and watch Fargo and you're saying, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. How did I get here? <laughs> and, and so they use uh, polls or reviews to uh, help shape the minds of people of what is possible. But I can tell you uh, many people, the polls uh, said that president Trump had zero chance of winning the 2016 election. And he did. Yep. So, uh, the, the polls uh, have proven to be consistently wrong, but they are a, a manipulation tool that knows no bounds. Well, you talk to a lot of people, Clay. I mean, what are you hearing out there? I mean, with the reawaken tour that's going on, um, it, it, people are frustrated. People are looking at $4.50 gas here in Arizona. We're one of the highest in the country. People are looking at their – since – we had we had Trump. We didn't have all these uprisings and craziness going on around the world. We didn't have all these problems at the border. We had problems, but n- nothing like this. Is this getting down to the average person out there? Not just the ones that maybe show up at your events, but the people out there may, that maybe aren't paying attention out in the street. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know that. Uh, let me give you the data points that I have. Yeah. I have five great kids, right? And my five great kids. My oldest, you know, daughter's nineteen. My son is. Uh, 16 years old. I got daughters, 14, two daughters that are 12, you know, and they have friends. They have friends. You know. Dad, we got our friends coming over. Can our friends come over? Dad? You know, that kind of thing. And I love it when they bring their friends over, you know, and I'll talk to the parents. You know how it is. You have parents. You want to meet the parents of your, of the, of your, you know, like your, your kids, friends. You want to meet their parents, right? Yeah. yeah. So I meet them and, and I'll, I'll say stuff like, how, how are you? I don't bring up anything political. How are you? You know, and they'll say, oh, I'm good, man. Hey, I heard about you on the news or hey, I heard about what you're doing or, you know, something like that. And the, those that have heard about the Reawaken Tour, I usually get universally favorable feedback from people. That's what I get. And if I go to Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy, it's a store where I buy a chicken club sandwich often. I go in there to buy my chicken club sandwich. And I, every once in a while, I'll run into somebody in the lobby listening to the Thrive Time Show podcast on Rumble or something. Um, but, you know, I find a lot of people, the vast majority of people that I run into the, at, at the activities that my kids are going to, they're talking about, I can't believe Taylor Swift would would lower her standards and date that chief, you know, and then people are going, I can't believe that chief would lower his standards and date Swift, you know, it's unbelievable. They people know, are talking about fantasy They know stupid football. stuff. They know stupid stuff. They, oh, they get into debates about Bieber. Bieber, man, do you see his new song he came out with? Like, 
man, the lyrics to that song, man, they just weren't right. But he did that song called Gyra, man. He must be a Christian. Carl Lentz, man, that's a good pastor. No, and I, I watched it's like they're focusing within um, the the uh, epidermis of, of life, the, the, the surface level conversations. I don't see a lot of people getting into the root of the issue. And so yeah, um, you're, you're, I wish you're, I saw that. You're, you're probably right there, Clay, because if, if they did, they'd be out there protesting on the streets. Well, he brings up a good point right? that we learned back in, uh, I took a lot of media classes in college. And one of the things that stuck in my head was you can't tell people what to think as, you know, like vote Republican, vote Democrat, but you can tell them what to think about. So you tell them, think about Taylor Swift. Think yeah. about Justin Bieber. Don't think about the stuff that's important. Yeah, and that's uh, like I said. If people were were really looking at this and see what's going on, they'd be out in the streets. Yeah, they would be. I mean, this be. is insanity. All right, Clay, what what are you doing with the reawaken tour? Talk about that. I mean, you go around the country. Give us give us kind of the lowdown on that. Yeah, all I try to do is I try to get wonderful people like yourself um, on the stage or on the platform, you know, to share the truth about what they know. You know, not like their truth, quote unquote, but the truth, if that makes any sense. I mean, there is one truth, right? And so we get people up on the stage. But I don't, I don't, use, I don't use teleprompters. I don't use, um, I, don't, so I don't, I don't need sponsorships. I don't have any uh, uh, censorship. And so for anybody out there who hasn't been to a Republican event before, usually what will happen is they'll say, and I, I, I used to emcee some of these things back in the day, you know, 15 years ago. They'll say, Mr. Clark, we're honored to have you host the event. But before you get on stage, I want you to know our big sponsors here today. So please don't say anything against global warming, okay? Because he's here, right? And then don't don't go on a rant about Big Pharma because Big Pharma paid for the dinner, you know? And I'm going, okay. And that's what I decided to stop participating in those events at all because it's just bogus, right? Yeah. So our events, I let Roseanne get up on stage or Jim Brewer or Eric Trump or Cash Patel or Don Jr. And I say, folks, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket, there's three things you can count on. One, you can name your price. I don't know a lot of events that let you name your price, so think about that for a second. I mean, you can pay whatever price you want to pay. People say, oh, yeah, can I pay $5? Yeah, we've had people pay $5. Oh, really, bro? Can I pay like a dollar? Yeah, you can pay whatever you want to pay. Um, so we let people name their price. The second is there's no censorship. And the third is I bring you the very best and the most aggressive truth tellers that I can find. And uh, I invite all the speakers myself. And uh, that's what I do. And uh, um, I, I think overall of the speakers we have, probably 95% of the people that we invite to speak at our events uh, have been well-received, maybe higher than that. You know, certain people get up there and, and you know, say something where I go, whoa, don't know if I can prove that. Yeah. Uh, but the vast majority of our speakers, I mean, are, are spitting facts, dropping knowledge bombs. and That's what it's all about. All right, Clay, I always appreciate it. And Reawaken American Tour, we're up against a break here. Uh, love to hear from folks out there. Clay, appreciate it. We'll talk with you soon. Have a great day. Take you, care. You too. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Hit that button right now. If you're on Rumble, hit follow. I think Rumble's a follow button. All right, thanks to Zero Res of Northern Arizona. Uh, they've got a great special going on right now. Did you know that they do house cleaning? ZR Maids house cleaning, friendly, reliable, thorough. Uh, and for a limited time, you get 15% off if you use my promo code when you go to no- ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. Hit relax, enter in relax15. Capital, relax, the number 15. Relax15, get 15% off. 
Don't forget, Zero Res has uh, carpet cleaning, tile cleaning, your, the fabrics on your couches, your vehicles will do a great job on all that. Give them a call. They'll be able to help you out. 928-378-8888. 928-378-8888. If you get a rock ship and your windshield, always call Diamond Auto Glass first. They'll be able to help you out get that rock ship repaired. That's that little crap crack, that chip that hits the, you know, the, the what is that? Cinders? Cinders, Cinders rocks. Road. All kinds of stuff. coming soon. Ice chunks, and they'll get that fixed and uh, seal that back up so it doesn't crack to your whole windshield. Uh, if you need a new windshield to help you out with that as well, give them a call right now. Diamond Auto Glass. Uh, it's in Flagstaff right there on 4th Street. 928 yeah, 728-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show I guess another one bites the dust here. Rolls-Royce. Rolls-Royce going all... They're going all electric. That just doesn't even sound right. Yeah, because Rolls-Royce is like your kind of upper end. It's British. I think it's a British company. It's your upper end. And they used to be really heavy. I don't know if they still are. I mean, like double the weight of a normal car. Like, really You got some metal around you. Well, they're going to have to be lighter because it... Well, it'll still be heavy for all the batteries, but the vehicle needs to be really light right. to accommodate the four or 5,000 pounds of batteries probably. But, uh, yeah, I guess they're doing it by 2030. But then I was reading an article, and they were saying something like, oh, we, we know this could be expensive, so we're, we're working on some options to keep the costs down. But it's like it's a Rolls Royce. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, options. So the people that bought, you know, the other the Toyotas and Nissans, the GMs that are electric, and when they face the – Time to replace the batteries. They're just going to be like, hey, I, this is not worth it. Not worth it. We're going to trash this car. No. People that can afford the Rolls Royce, they can afford battery replacement and, you know. It's a toy. It's a, it's a not a toy, but a, it's just another car in the collection, probably. You don't have right. a, a, I don't think you're buying a new Rolls Royce. Maybe I should have looked up the price For your of daily it. driver. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I need to go get a new car so I can go drive to work, you know, at, I remember at the Safeway. I rode in one when I was a kid in the 80s. We would move to Texas, and uh, the real estate agent, who I don't know that he was that wealthy, but he had bought a Rolls Royce, and it became a novelty to hire him as your real estate agent because he would tote you around town in his Rolls Royce to look at your <laughs> your house, which back then, you know, you were buying for like $60,000 yeah. for your three-bedroom, two-bath, you know. But it became a novelty. So, But otherwise, I mean, it, this is... You know, it's it's not a car that's your daily driver unless it's your chauffeur driving it for you. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. I, I pulled up Rolls Royce price, but it brought me the stock price. It's um, starting at three hundred forty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> here's one for four ninety three. I'd rather have a Ferrari personally, but well, yeah, six. Yeah. And so they're gone. For, see, I, I, if I was buying a Rolls Royce, which I wouldn't, you're buying it because that's a six point seven liter V twelve engine. 
and it gets 12 miles in the city and 18 miles per hi- on the highway. So all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got an electric vehicle and I'm just lame. Right. I mean, it's just like, they don't even, this is like a Bud Light moment again where they don't even know their market. You know, they just, they don't even know what they're, they're switching to something that they're not. You know, let them do it. It's free yeah, market. It. Yeah, no, try absolutely. It try it out. Have fun with that. I don't care if everybody wants to try it electric. What I hate is when the government subsidizes it. Yeah. Or we get so many people tricked to thinking it's saving the environment. It is not saving the environment. We got our governor Hobbs back here. She went to Taiwan and maybe South Korea yeah, to meet with Taiwan semiconductor (laughs) and all that. It's like a seven day, six day junket or something like that. Um, So I'm sure she's up there hobnobbing with the, Hey, we got to do electric vehicles. We need to, you know, they get the big plant down in Phoenix and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. They see these people coming and I, I think it's, it's laughable probably for real smart business people. And, Right. Some governor and, of some state that they could probably barely find on a map shows up. <laughs> what does it do for us? Right. You know, it's great. We've got a semiconductor, a couple of semiconductor plants going down. Yeah. There's yeah. one at 303 and there's one at the other end of, of town down there too. Uh, cool. Great. But don't do we, give them anything. Do we really need to pay our governor to take a vacation yeah, the, the, to Taiwan. Exactly. And did we really need to pay Taiwan Semiconductor a subsidy um, through the CHIPS Act. And Biden's out there touting the CHIPS Act, which nobody cares about. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody cares about that at all. But it's like if you want to come to Arizona, I've always hated subsidies and incentives like that. Mm -hmm. Give them to everybody. Make the playing field. Make Arizona the – if you want businesses to move here, make it the most pro-business state there is. But don't sweetheart cherry pick certain companies because I think Taiwan Semiconductor would just want to come to Arizona or Texas or wherever because of the chance of their island being overrun by the Chinese in about five minutes right? and diversified through geography. Yeah, it pays to have – if they did get run over by the Chinese, if their plants are over here, it's like, oh, yeah, our plants are Why do we need to pay them for that? It just seems like a good business decision for them to go to a – I guess we, we would say a stable place, but sometimes I question that, right? All right. Well, and you can do the same thing you do. You know, a lot of the automakers came over here, Toyota, Nissan, all these. They're making their vehicles here yeah, yeah. in the States. And why? Well, we could put tariffs on them, import tariffs, mm-hmm. and they can, it could can be cheaper for them to build them over here. And they go to pro-business states. Toyota doesn't come over here and say, hey, let's open a plant in Michigan, yeah, let's go to Detroit, right? Detroit. That is, they're like, obviously, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go to Washington State. We're going to go to Texas. We're going to go to Arizona. We're going to go to other states that are Isn't Biden up there? Business. Isn't he, he, was, he joined the picket line with the, UAW, with the UAW, yeah. yeah. Which I think president should be the one who, well, I don't even think the president should be involved in this at all. But if there was a position, it would be in the middle trying to get both sides to come to an agreement, maybe. We've no, seen, no. You're but facing, I don't even want them to do that. You're but facing, he's an, you're facing an election year, and these yeah. are swing states. Remember it's the Michigans, the Wisconsins, yeah, yeah. that went for Trump, then didn't go for Trump? These are the important states, along with Florida, Arizona. So pick a side. Other. But, I mean, a, a true leader would be up there trying to just mediate and say, hey, how do we get to the best deal possible? But all, the, all they do now, all these politicians do now is, is just, I, I need a headline. Yeah, I, I, I need, need the to media. get reelected. I need to get Again. reelected. That's all they care about. Ay, ay, ay. All right, next hour, uh, let's talk about O Canada and Trudeau and his tribute to the SS. Um, we'll hit on that. Plus, no labels party in Arizona. Um, Mark's got a big news on that one in the political landscape. Plus, I want to tell you about my crappy dishwasher. <laughs> Talk with <laughs> Jeff at HighCloud.com back in just a few minutes.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Namarco's Pizza. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome back. Mark Howitz here with me. So you've made a big life change. Uh, <laughs> you're like, wait, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm unaware of a couple of the others. But it was a minor politically, change. It, politically it speaking, took about two or three minutes. <laughs> so there is a new party in Arizona that is qualified to be an official party. Okay, and it's called the No Labels Party. Hmm. And I can't even say that I agree 100 percent with their platform. They really try to like. Do they have a platform? Should well, they have no platform? They kind of do have no platform. If you go on and read what their platform is, they're like. We realize that many Americans are against abortion, and other Americans feel like it should be legal, and we we see this. And that's it. They don't they, take they, us. They don't take a side, and they do that with pretty much every. I'm issue. at nolabels.org, by the way, for common sense majority. Com- that's, common sense. Ma- they're trying are- to be the middle ground. They're trying to get all those people in the middle that are swing voters. Who's behind the party? There's always somebody well, who starts. That's. That's, that, that would tell me a lot if I knew. So they have been keeping secret who their donor base is. Mm. And there's a, the, okay, so what happened was the Democrat Party in Arizona sued to keep them from being a real party. I remember that. That got tossed. That, right? that got tossed. Okay. And then they sued the Secretary of State to force the party to disclose who their donors are. And the party's saying, no, we're not going to do it. Hmm. We're not going to tell you. And... I do actually like knowing who the donors are. On the one hand, on the other hand, I kind of like them saying, no, government, we're just not going to do it. You're going to have to force us. We're just not going to comply easily. And but, the, were they forced to? Or uh, That's still up in the air. Can I interrupt you here? Because I got Meet Our Legal Board. There's like Meet Our Team, and there's a bunch of people here in the picture. Yep. I don't see Mark there. Not in there. <laughs> um, and then they've got... Margaret White, never heard of her. Liz Morrison, Ryan Clancy, Joe Lieberman, founding chairman. He's a former, he was a Democrat, wasn't he? But he's more like an independent. He, yeah, kinda. he was the only independent I can say offhand that actually won an election, right? Okay. Larry Hogan, co-chair. Um, Benjamin F. Chavez. Somewhere down this, you're going to find Ross Perot down this Jay list, Nixon. too. <laughs> Jay Nixon, For those former Missouri governor and attorney general. Okay. So, they're, I just, I, I, how's it going to work? Okay. I mean, so how many? This, this party is totally the Wild West. And what's happening is the Democrats hate them because they think they're going to pick up enough votes from those swing voters. The people that are, would vote Republican but just can't stand Trump. Okay. And they voted Democrat just because they couldn't stand Trump. So the Democrats are afraid they're going to pick up 15, 20, 30,000 of these people. And that'll make a difference. And that'll make a difference because the Republicans will hold their base, but they're going to pick up that 15, 20, 30,000 swing voters in Arizona that pushed Biden over the top last time and is going to force the Democrats to lose. So they're hating on this party, which is why I went in and re-registered. I wasn't independent. I've never registered as a Republican. I was a Democrat for a while, independent for a long time. Now and no now labels. Your journey continues. No labels. No labels, and uh, mostly out of spite. Because I, when I was a Democrat, I saw the inside workings of the Democrat Party, and we could do a whole show on how corrupt that was—unbelievably mm-hmm. corrupt—and um, the Clean Elections Commission too. The party system 
has become so corrupted. The big, you know, the, yep. the Uniparty, quite they, honestly. Yeah. And, and the Democrat Party will come along and say, you can run as a Democrat, but we've already chosen who our candidate is. The rest of you can just play. Yeah, the Republicans usually have quite the vibrant uh, debate or primary, shall we say. Mm -hmm. Republicans shred each other to to pieces, quite frankly. Uh, We see it from local to state to to national. There is another second Fox business debate or something tomorrow. Debate's coming up, yep. I, I don't quite see the point. At this point, without Trump being in there, you know, you know, but he's not, he's not going to go to any of them now because that sheds legitimacy on the other candidates. Right. I yeah, think people, so. He, he's not going to go to the that. viewership but, goes way down without. But Trump. yeah, anyway, they 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 rip each other to shreds. The Republicans, the Democrats, not so much, and they always have their. They know who's who it's going to be. Well, they have super before. delegates. Yeah, that's not the official term for them, but super delegates. So they they do all their elections and all their primaries. And then the superdelegates come along and say, no, but we're going to vote for Biden and not um, Sanders. How does it work in Arizona? Okay, so we've got on the ballot, you've got the Republican Party, you've got the Democrat Party. Uh, the I think the Green Party's gone in Arizona. You've got the Libertarian Party. Now you have the No Labels Party. So if my math is correct, that's four, or yep. in government terms, that's 83. Right. Okay. So we've got 83 <laughs> parties in Arizona. No, four party official uh, political parties in Arizona. And then everything else is unaffiliated, uh, party not determined, independent. That's no right. independent is not a party. Some people think I'm in the independent party. No, You're that's not. that's <laughs> just you don't have a party. No party affiliation. So the problem with independent is uh well you can pick any you can pick the Democrat ballot, the no labels ballot, the Republican ballot. Okay. But it's not for In the primary, you can pick which one you want as an Except independent. for president. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So that's all the way up through the state parties. But when it gets to president, then you have to be part of that party to vote in the primary for the president. Okay. Because the presidential primary is at a different date. That's, I believe, in March in Arizona. And the, um, the regular primary is not till August. Um, presidential primary is after Super Tuesday in Arizona. Is it? Are you sure Yeah. Okay. Sometime it's either March or early April. We'll, I, we'll look that up for you. But it's coming up. Yeah, and it's quicker really, than you can imagine. I, I don't know if they changed the rules, but when Obama ran, it was super easy to get on the ballot as a candidate for president in Arizona. Super easy. There was something like 20 candidates on the ballot. And you had to search through, on the just on the Democrat side, on the primary. Well, and you okay. had to search through, and you all right, there's Obama, there's Hillary. You know, there's- in some ways, I can see why they say, no, you're, you have to be a Republican to vote in a Republican primary or the Democrat, because they're choosing that party is choosing their, their candidate. So, so the independents I'm, don't have that sway. They don't have the, the input into it. Right. And this is why I'm saying the No Labels Party is the Wild West, because now some of the Democrats are re-registering as No Labels so that they can then make themselves the party commissioner or other important seats within the party mm. to try to control it. Are right. you? Do you have any type of motivations, or did you just want to re-register? I mean, are you going to try to be the Coconino County No Labels Chairman? So I actually went through <laughs> the uh, list of um, positions that you could get elected for in Coconino County, Flagstaff, whatever. Our city council is nonpartisan, mm-hmm. but there's others. There's allegedly. Con- allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> there's constable, there's recorder, there's uh, justice of the peace. There's a number, yeah, uh, superintendent of schools, not the school board, but the superintendent of schools. Those are all party-based um, ones you can run for. So I was thinking maybe, yeah, maybe I should put my name in there. 
Well, it's an interesting, no interesting proposition because what I get frustrated about in especially our county that I vote in, which is Coconino County, it's a Democrat county. So you get the ballot, and sometimes you'll have two Democrats fighting in the primary, which you won't be a party to, right? Because you can't vote, you know, as a Republican or an well, an independent, you could pull that ballot. Yes. As a no labels party, you're not going to be able to pull that ballot. You're not going to be able to vote for the two Democrats running for, say, sheriff, yeah, or something like that. Once that election happens in August, right? The primary it's is done. the election. That's yep. the election. Now yep. they will be on the ballot in November, but they're they're the only candidates. So. Part of me kind of likes the idea that, hey, there's at least somebody on there getting on the ballot as, and let's go down this road. If someone's listening and, and it's like, I may, may, maybe I'll run for one of these obscure positions, right? you know, because there, there's always nobody else on there but one candidate, a Democrat or a Republican. Yavapai, it's a lot of times just Republicans. Right. Uh, to get on the ballot as an independent, you need a lot of signatures. 3% of all the people that are registered as independent. Okay, so that's a high number because here's the here's the number in Arizona. Independents now make up 30 I had the number. 35% of Arizonans are now independents making it the largest voting block. Yep. 34% are Republican and 30% are Democrats and 0.000025 are no label party <laughs> and <That's> libertarian. Right. <laughs> so for a regular party, it's uh, one half of 1%. Okay. There's 15,000 no labels now. Right. So, okay. How many, how many signatures? About would you have? 75. Right. Okay. Now let me ask you this. So let's say That's for a statewide office, not for a local office. Okay. So you want to be no labels, well, the so if you were running for, for example, uh, Justice, Justice of the Peace in Coconino County, okay. you might only need at this point three, four signatures to get on the ballot. Okay, but there may only be three or four no labels people you in have to that county. Those people down because you, you can't. Can you get independents to sign, or it has to be the party? Oh, uh, that is a good question. Okay, we need that answered because. If you're out there collecting signatures, is it just, uh, if I'm a Republican, I just got to get Republican signatures, I believe. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. If you're a Democrat, you got to get all Democrats. So if you're no labels and you're running for, say, what's an obscure office that nobody... Superintendent of schools. Okay, superintendent. That's an important one. I guess they're all important. I don't know. Yeah. Superintendent of schools. That one's less important to me because that, my kids are We're talking county system. superintendent, yeah, not yeah. statewide. Okay. So, so you might have to get five, six signatures, but you might have a hard time... Yeah, you'll have to get finding. The, you'll have to get the list people. of the people that are. You ain't standing shoot. out in front of the library. No, you're knocking on the door and saying, "Hey, I'm yeah." And then they might candidate. be like stalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the no labels person, and uh, you got to go. Okay, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. And most people actually appreciate when the actual candidate comes around to their neighborhood and and says, "Hey, I'm I'm running for office." Most people like that. They get to meet their candidate. They're not so keen on the, you know, the paid petition. Guy coming oh, around, yeah, stranger nobody, knocking yeah, on the door. Nobody likes that. What I would like to see that I would like to join is like a constitutional party or conservative party or something mm -hmm. like that. That's because the Republican Party is is getting closely as useless as the Democrat Party yep. with the wrangling. There's good people in there, but I think they would go to the conservative party or the constitutional party. I'm not sure right. what it's called. Yeah. They would leave that. Uh, let's call it just to really irk the left, the Patriot Party. You know, and then, <laughs> the, American like the ATF Party. will be showing up or something, yeah. right? But, the, of course, they're about to be shut down. So, But my thought, Jeff, is <laughs> if you've got this ballot where there's only a Democrat, yeah. there's not – people aren't even 
inspired to vote for that person. Even if you're a Democrat, you're like, well, why do I, they're going to win automatically. Why do I even check the box? Now you put a no labels person on there. Like that's, I'm not that hardcore of a Democrat. I could, I could vote for this person. I'm a middle person. I'm a middle. Most Americans do fall on that middle ground. They're not the radical left that make a lot of noise and they're not the radical right. January 6th. They fall in the middle ground. They just want to live their life, send their kids to decent schools, have a good economy where they can make a living. Most people fall in that, 80% of the people. Well, the thing, what you're, and I haven't researched no labels enough, and maybe some of our listeners have, and you can email me, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. What I would need to, if, if a no labels person came to me and was on the ballot for whatever office, I would have to have that individual conversation with them is where do you stand? Because I got my core values and issues that are important. But where do you, you stand on if you're a state candidate or even a congressional yep. candidate? Is, is, is it just statewide candidates? Uh, no, congressional. Okay, so be, yeah. you're a congressional candidate. Where do you stand on the border? Where do you stand on uh, abortion? Where do you stand on spending money to oblivion? You know, specific questions because what the party's supposed to do, and I think I got it stapled up on the wall back there, is have a platform right? and actually give a crap about that and yep. follow that. So you know, okay, Republican Party, I'm supposed to be voting for X, Y, and Z. Of course, we're not anymore. Right. But without that, no labels doesn't have any labels, so it becomes a lot more research for people to, which is good because people should be doing that because most of these candidates are full of. But if you're you know, that what? person that, you know, Trump's going to be the candidate and you're that person that can't stand <clears throat> Trump, mm-hmm. but you also are somewhat pro-life, even partially pro-life, and just want normal marriages and normal families and normal schools, and your choices are, don't want Trump and the Democrat Party. I think you would just take a risk without even doing research saying, I'll try no labels. I'm surprised the Democrats haven't dumped Biden yet. Um, and they say they there's no, they say there's nobody else to stand up, but they, they do have Kennedy. There's a lot of things that I don't agree with what he's saying, but he would probably be a grand disruptor in the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I'd probably pull my hair out and it, it may, be, may even be worse. I don't know, but maybe we need another grand disruptor like, like Trump was. Yep. And maybe again, we shall see. But the, I, what I can't stand is the Democrats are like, we have nobody else. You got somebody sitting there. They have lots of people. Yeah. If they pick somebody that was, two steps closer to the center, they would win every election. Oh, they've been radicalized so much. They, right. They can't. Yeah. They drive so many people away because they're so radical. If they took two steps to the center. Well, they let the lunatics take over the asylum. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, what they exactly. did. I mean, they, they have absolute nuts. Democrats out there, if you're still, I had this argument with a family member a couple years ago. I've mentioned this many times on the program. Uh, I was like, your party is AOC and, you know, these other persons, Tlaib, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. This is your party. This is These people are lunatic radicals. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not. And look, a couple years later, they took it over. Yep. So if you're still in the Democrat Party and you're not a rabid lunatic leftist like those people I mentioned and many others, you just got to leave because they never, and stop donating and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, they never stop until the power is threatened. Yep. Until all of a sudden, oh, the money, the donors are leaving because that's all they care about. Do you remember? I had forgotten about Ross Perot. Yeah, I remember and, Ross Perot. And yeah. George Bush Sr. Yep. Yep. And uh, so it was a three way election. Perot didn't get any electoral votes. Yeah. But he stole enough votes in every state away from the Republicans that. Yeah, what was that the lost. Reform Party, I think it was called, or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. And he saw, he saw it long before this all happened. He yep. knew the direction we were going. 
Yeah. And, you know, here, here we are all these years later. And it fell apart. You know, third parties never either, they usually almost always fall by the wayside. Occasionally, they do replace one of the big parties. It's happening in America. It has happened. Yeah. yeah. It Wake, has happened. Where's the Whig party? You know, it's gone. Yeah, the Whig party. <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that one didn't didn't make it. Yeah. All right. Marks and the Labels guy. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I'd vote for you. Thanks. <laughs> then I might have to sell my house and leave, though, because I don't know what you're going to do. Well, what if I run three-way with Bob Thorpe for yeah. a quarter? Yeah, you got Recorder, Thorpe, and I don't know who the other candidates on the Dem side is yet. I still got to research all that. Anyway, I'd sell my home if Mark gets an office. I'm out of here. <laughs> and I call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. Uh, get that home sold because she's got a whole team that will walk you through the entire process. Sit down with you, discuss your selling goals. They're going to bring you data from previous sales, home sales, to show you what you, you can expect during your home selling journey. Uh, like Lucas and Aaron, they, they moved out of state. Uh, they, they wanted to sell their home in parks. They heard about Kelly Broadus's great reputation. They gave her a call. She was able to land them a buyer in a few weeks and sold it at a perfect price. Now they're out of here. They've moved on. No strings attached. Call Kelly Broadus. She'll be able to help you out. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. That's northernarizonafinehomes.com. bit my tongue during the first hour of the show. That's what mom always said to me when I was young. Ooh. Bite your tongue. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, bite your lip. <laughs> bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. Yeah. I can assure you if you hear uh, like a slur going on, it's my tongue <laughs> and not something else. Uh, that, that hurts. More info than you need to know, right? Yeah. We share everything on this show. Anyway, uh, Mark Howitt's here with me. Um, you heard about the thing in Canada. I, actually, you didn't. I asked you during the, during the break. Um, Trudeau and his buddies in Parliament wanted to highlight the battle, uh, you know, Russia, Russia, Ukraine. So they wanted to bring in somebody who had fought the experience Russia. and fought Russia, right? I mean, so you bring in the, this 98-year-old guy, 94, 98, something like that, to highlight, hey, we can do this. You know, the, the Ukrainians have, uh, they've done this before. They, they've, uh, or German, he was German. German yeah. they, they've, we've fought Russia before. Fought, well, yeah, with the Nazis and as an SS member. SS part of Hitler's so Trudeau brings enforcement in his, wing and the nasty SOBs. SS guy. Yeah. Yeah. As an example of how to fight Russia. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And I, I mean, he, he didn't, he might, how could you not know this? Apparently, this guy does he not? Here's the really these people are so stupid. These, these they are so stupid. And you know what's really funny? You're right in the middle of the Jewish high holy days, like Yom Kippur. Was it yesterday. was on. Wait, wasn't yeah, it on? Yom it Yom was, yesterday. was yesterday. Okay, all right. Yeah, it was right around it. Okay, so I think right it was the over the weekend. You're right in the middle of what the Jews call the days of awe. And, uh, it's just bad on top of bad. You bring in the SS guy on the high holy days. To give an example of how you fight the Russians. Trudeau's such a loser. He's, he reminds me of, of Gavin Newsom. 
He's terrible. You know, these are like the same people, just these yes. these little pretty pretty boy wimps, you know, that, that we just don't need any more of. We need some strong guys and, <laughs> and strong women in yes. America and Canada. Canada's become a lost cause. Yeah, but this guy filtered up. He got out, you know, after World War II, filtered up where you'd filter up, which is through South America. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people went to Argentina. Argentina. Yep. A- avoided um, the massive Nazi hunt that happened mm-hmm. after World War II and was living supposedly a quiet life in Canada until, I don't know, why would he go there? I guess 98, you're like, okay. I got away with it. Yeah, they, they promised him maybe it's like a Biden thing, free ice cream. You know, something like that. And, you know, what are you going to do to the guy now? You know, he's 98. I guess you, you, they have a trial or something. I don't I it doesn't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. I say yeah. But, yeah, they were so – and, they, you know, Trudeau came out and apologized. But And then he started ranting about you, um, Russian misinformation and, you know, all this stuff. It's like, what misinformation? You're such an idiot. It's just like we got to get rid of these bad leaders. They're so bad. No, the Russian yeah, – Stalin was really bad in World War II, but the Russians were the really the ones that won – the war. We always talk about America and the British winning the war. If the Russians had never got into, or the Germans had never attacked the Russians. Yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, from a, from a military and historic point of view, one of the most boneheaded decisions in the history of the world was Adolf Hitler deciding to invade, invade Russia. Russia. I mean, for, for, from his point of view and there, if you're trying to win a war, yes. it's like, did you not study Napoleon? And did put you it not all study history? Too long in the yeah. year to where it got close to winning. Well, yeah, time. I've studied World War II a lot. And, you know, they had the opportunity prior to, they were still allied with, or at least had a, a peace agreement with, with Russia yep. on the eastern you know, side there. Uh, they, if, had they invaded Britain, the world would be different. It would have been. Had, had, yep. had Nazi Germany said, and we're going to put all of our energy into, we're taking Britain. Yep. World's totally different. It's amazing how a little change in history can have a totally different outcome. But at, at the time, his generals like, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. But they couldn't do anything. Or they did, chose not to. And we always think America was a powerhouse. We were not a powerhouse going into World War II. We had to, we had to gear up. Again, yeah, we had to gear up. Like World War if they yeah. had put all their effort into taking Britain and took it. Yeah, there's... It, then, it would have been near impossible. Yeah, hopscotch to Iceland. Japan was Canada. already all over the place. Yep. That was a good series on Amazon Prime, kind of science fiction. The um, the, the one where the alternate history. Yeah. Um, why am I forgetting the name? I'm forgetting a lot today. <laughs> yeah, but it is interesting. But what an idiot in, in Canada. I feel bad for Canada. I, I If I was in Canada, I would want the Western uh, provinces, and I know there's a separatist movement there, and other places in Canada, you, you just got to, you would have to get away from that East Coast craziness. And there should be a Western Canada Maybe. where the sane people live, because I think there's a lot of good people. There's a lot of good people all over Canada, but generally they folded, except for the truckers. The truckers did it. Yeah. You know, yep. they they yep. stood up there. Your thoughts, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's get into um, some Arizona news items here. When we come back, uh, got a few of those. Plus, I'll tell you about my bad dishwasher and how everything's just starting to stink in America as far as the products. That's gov- so what we were talking about in the first house, the government regulation. Well, that's, that that's, and manufacturers have figured out if they make it too good, you yeah, never then replace it. it actually lasts, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, if you want to uh, replace or repair something, you can still do that. Take your smartphone to Just Wireless right there on Milton Avenue on I-17 comes into Flagstaff. There's like a Cold Stone Creamery there. You can't miss it. Just Wireless will fix your smartphone Cracked screens, batteries, charging ports, plus they have a great line of refurbished phones. Uh, save some money and then put it into something, I don't know, not a dishwasher. 
<laughs> Maybe some food, some extra food, something like that. That's probably a good one. Just wireless right there on Milton Avenue. Go stop on by, get your phone fixed. You could actually put it into gold and silver. You could. That's, that's, that's a thinking. good one. I don't give yeah. you financial advice, but I've been buying physical gold and silver for many years. And I've been buying it from Justin and his family-run company at Desert Gold Exchange. They keep their overhead low. They pass the savings on to you. And it's all about those fees and commissions. They add up pretty dang quick, especially if you're like most people. Like, can I get a couple maybe silver eagles or, you know, a small amount of junk silver? That's the pre-65 coins and stuff. And it's like if you're just buying one at a time, the fees really matter because all of a sudden you're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. you know, I got charged this extra percent. So they keep that low. They pass it on to you. They do a great job. Mention the Jeff Orvich Show. They'll treat you like gold. Plus, they'll send you a free investor's kit. Desert Gold Exchange. 888-852-4343. 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Arizona News Roundup when we come back. Yeah, and I'll talk about my dishwasher too. Hang tight. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. Call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Now, here's why: most insurance companies they use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Now, when you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop on by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible. Repairing a chip will stop it from spreading, and it'll save you from a costly windshield replacement. If you've replaced your windshield with Diamond Auto Glass before, as I have, you have a lifetime chip repair warranty and no appointments necessary just stop on in most chip repairs take 10 to 15 minutes remember always call diamond auto glass first 928-779-4140 that's 928-779-4140 or go to the difference is clear.com this is the jeff orbit show Every once in a while, as I'm searching around, Mark, I just perusing headlines. I think back to like Johnny Carson or Jay Leno or something. You oh, know, yeah, stupid yeah. headlines, stuff like that. Here's one. If I did this every day, it'd be called Stupid Headlines of the Day. This one from the Arizona Republic, which I could probably find one a day. <laughs> Karen Taylor Robeson turns away from Donald Trump. What that means for Arizona. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. It's like they dedicated paragraph after paragraph to this that karen taylor robeson is moving away from trump she's i guess uh chris christie former governor of new jersey presidential candidate for like the 90th time mm-hmm. who has zero percent chance of of becoming the nominee i mean absolutely zero right okay aliens would have to abduct all the other candidates 
and then maybe he would have a shot. But even then, I think nope. somebody else nope. would come I'll, up. I'll yeah. step up as a no-labels no, guy. Zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark would get in there as the no-labels guy, switching to Republican so he can be every party. You know, That's you, right. you got to do a libertarian. Okay, Karen Taylor Robeson ran against Carrie Lake in the Arizona Republican gubernatorial primary. primary. She lost. It was, I don't know, I can't remember, five to ten points. It, it wasn't close, but it wasn't an absolute blowout. Right. But but she lost, right? And she was just, I don't know her. I interviewed her once. She came here. She came in studio, actually. Nice person. You know, half-hour yep. interview. She said some things that were good, and sometimes she said things. She said, well, we got to we gotta um, appeal more to the moderates, which I was like, ooh. And maybe you as a no-labels guy, you're like, okay. But I was like, oh, that means Mitt Romney. Oh. You know, that's, that's, that's the impression I got from her. <laughs> but for the Republic to come out and say, uh, you know, Karen Taylor Robeson turns away from Donald Trump, what that means to Arizona, it means absolutely nothing. She has, again, nothing personal. She has no political influence in the state other than the donor class because there's a lot of money floating around there from her yeah. and her family. But, uh, yeah, there's nothing. There's no. nothing there. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Absolutely. Uh, Biden is coming to... Arizona here in the next couple of days um, because obviously Arizona is a swing state and there's a two for one sale on ice cream. <laughs> so <laughs> he's refusing to go to the border. Arizona, first of all, yes, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But we are generally a very anti union state. So this president who has joined the picket lines, he's literally, sided with UAW. Yep. Going, he was actually going out to picket with him, going out <laughs> to join the lines. If he doesn't trip. They're worried about that. That's a serious thing. That's yeah. like one of their biggest concerns is him just falling. Just falling. Yeah. Just not having the red button don't to launch the nukes. Don't, you're not welcome. Just don't come. He's coming. Don't. No. He's coming. He'll be coming more and more because it is that swing state. Uh, but he refuses, and Senator Kirsten Sinema even called him out on this, and she's now an independent. Right. Uh, in a three-way race, presumably, for re-election to the, to the U.S. Senate. She's one of the percentages of younger people in the Senate, I would say, comparatively speaking. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's she's under eighty. <laughs> I remember she's under fifty. I can't remember exactly. She's probably in her fifties. I, I would I would guess. But anyway, he's refusing. She called him out and said, "He's big mistake, not going to the border. How can you not go to the border when this is not only an issue? This used to be the issue that the right was conserved with, concerned mm-hmm. with, and and a lot of independents." You now have people in blue states saying, we've got a major immigration problem. Yes. No, duh. We've been talking about this for years. So he's even tone deaf to even summon his, in his own party at this point. Look, Biden is coming to Arizona for one reason. Fundraising for the Democrat Party for the election. It's not the ice cream. You know, people, to, before they give their million dollars to the party, they want to shake hands with yeah, the Yeah, they want the picture. So they can yep. put that up there and, you know, that Tell their bragging friends. wall or whatever like exactly. that. Right? You mentioned... The um, unionization and all that and, and UAW, mm-hmm. I unearthed this one. There is a new initiative. You know, Arizona, you can go out and get signatures, put just about anything on the ballot. Right. There's an initiative to change the Arizona's a right-to-work state. Yes. It's one of, I think, 25 or 26 in the nation. Uh, basically, you, you're not for, there's a lot of things with it, but you're not forced to be in the union. To get a job. In, right. in, yeah, to get a job in the, the um, private sector. And this group uh, wants to put this on the ballot to change the Arizona Constitution. They would need about 300,000 signatures, which organized groups, they can get that. Yes. 
Uh, change the Constitution, Arizona Works Together Act would strip Arizona of the right to work status. So we may be seeing that uh, coming up here on the ballot, along with possibly an abortion. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, an abortion, a pro-abortion group yeah, yeah. wants to... Get rid of the 12-week. Yeah, get rid of the 12-week mm-hmm. ban. Make, make abortion legal. Up to, uh, I, who knows what. Who knows, you know, babies uh, talking. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. look at California. So, yeah, you might have that hitting there uh, coming up. One more thing back, looping back to Senator Cinema, a quote-unquote leaked memo, which means they probably leaked it. A press release. Yeah, <laughs> it's a press release that they say, oh, how'd that get out there? Cinema's campaign, which isn't even a campaign yet, but it is a campaign. It's not. She's not an official re-election yet. She's got, you got mm-hmm. Gallego, who's a Democrat, who Democrats are all getting behind. Mm-hmm. There's really no other challenger. It's expected on the Republican side that Carrie Lake's going to jump in this thing in a matter of weeks. Mm-hmm. If she does, we'll get her on the program. You got a couple other Republicans in this thing, including Blake Masters, Sheriff Lamb. So I saw the. There's actually a huge list of people that have uh, filed as interested parties, and that may. Would you say oh, anything pop out? Nothing or, popped out of yeah, me. But nothing, I, it like was a names. list of like 20 people. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I think no, I don't want. I don't want to call them out on this because I, I. Let me let me recheck that. And one of the names that was on this. Um, Christie thing was I, I think was our form, one of our former governors, but I'll check back. I don't know if it's container. Check yourself. Yeah, I don't know if it's container boy with the hundred and eighty million dollar shipping container boondoggle. Mm. You know, so yeah, you want him controlling the money. By the way, I have a video up on YouTube on the shipping containers. So check just, that out. I just heard something's happening with it. The lawsuits just got dropped. Or something. I got Forest Service filed a environmental lawsuit because they, you know, scraped the desert soil with these containers or something. Two point Arizona settled for two point one million. Uh, the three thousand shipping containers of former Governor Ducey has now cost the taxpayers of Arizona one hundred and eighty million dollars. And the video I got up there on talkwithjeff.com on YouTube actually look up the Jeff Orbit show. Um, I believe it's on Rumble as well. Is something stinks. Well, something stinks $180 million for this operation that happened. I don't know what's it is a stinky deal. Yeah, this is it's, no bueno. So I won't entirely blame Ducey for the problem because the idea of taking action at the border mm. is right. That, that, that was That's the good right. part of it. And Biden saying, no, you can't put up a border fence of any kind. Bad. Bad. Yeah. Those, that's, that needs to be the key takeaway. Now, under the key takeaway, yeah. there is a disaster of where the heck did all the money go? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm all for it, but really. You know, why? Ducey knew ahead of time. This has always been an issue. The federal government has always come along and said, immigration is our issue. Yeah. States are not allowed to do anything. State police are not allowed to enforce it. Yeah, It's ICE only, immigration and customs. This is a federal thing. We've all known this for decades. He knew it, and then he buckled weeks before leaving office, before Hobbs got in there. Yep, He knew that this thing was a disaster, and he, and, and, but he buckled. He should let her take him down. It but he was have. trying to clean up his mess, I guess, because that's what it was. It was... It was uh, piss poor ex- execution. Yep. Can we, I, I, it's it just was. like maybe the intentions were good, but you know what they say, good intentions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty old Yeah. I mean, it was just, it's just like, it's other people's money. So nobody cares. The legislature gave him $200 million. He did whatever he wanted with it. And voila, it's all gone. Yes. And meanwhile, you got to pay taxes. You didn't even get a gas tax holiday at the 18 cents or whatever. Yep. You know, I mean, it's just like they wasted the money. And that's it just, I it just heard this me off. from staffers, from politicians, just, Blatantly, it's it's other people's money. It's no big deal. They don't deal. care. They don't they don't care. That's why they need to be starved of money. Government, exactly. I'm talking. Government should be 
They should be just so worried that they're they're they should be broke all the time. And then next year, if they if they even look like they spent you know bought an extra pencil, you should take away that fifty cents, mm-hmm. and you should keep stripping them of money. It's the only way to fix this thing is you got to starve them of money. And I and I and I hope they shut the government down. That'd be just fine with me. We'll see what happens. Anyway, leaked memo from Cinema reveals that her strategy is she's expecting to get sixty percent of the independents. I don't know. Oh. She's expecting, here's the other numbers. That's 10, reasonable. Right. 10 to 20% of the Democrats, which I think is seems low. I think she would get. I don't think so. Uh, no, I think, think, 10, she I think 10 max. Made them mad. Okay. Yep. And then she's expecting, get this number, 25 to 35% of the Republicans. Nope. Yeah, I think that number is nope. way optimistic because there, there is going to be a faction like the Karen Taylor Robeson group and the Ducey group that will never vote for, let's say it's Carrie, let's presume it's Carrie Lake is, is mm-hmm. the nominee and they're going to be out there. I'm a Republican and I'm voting for Senator Cinema because she's an independent. You always get those people. The thing about Cinema is she's trying to play the I'm centrist game. Yeah. She is far left. Yeah. Once in a while she'll far do left. something I agree with, but it's not enough for me to be on team Cinema. No. Anytime soon. It's um, just a move to yeah. get, the get the votes. Get, yep. get get back in office, and she's been in there a while too. If you count the state legislature, uh, she's 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 just as responsible as Joe Manchin, who came out from West Virginia and said, "Hey, we got a spending problem. Those are your bills." Yeah, I mean, her <laughs> bill was wasn't her bill. The infrastructure bill is one of those, and it's like it's all just being these are Green New Deal stuff, ten mm-hmm. trillion dollars in spending. They all did it. Yes, so it's like no, you you don't. You don't, you don't get my vote on that. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Do your neighbors a favor. Call the Blind Brothers for new shutters, shades, blinds. That's what Angela and I did last year, and they did a great job for us. Uh, great pricing. They're going to give you all your options, not just the most expensive ones. Great installation. Check. They did that. Got them installed really good. Uh, They were great to work with. Do your neighbors a favor. Call the Blind Brothers. Get a free estimate at 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. your dog story no this is this is my pet peeve okay which is the extended leash right you got these leashes that are on a coil oh and yeah. they extend up right so you're like 15 feet out you yeah. have this little dog okay, so yip, 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 yip. <laughs> me and my wife uh we've decided we've started doing more day dating so day dating is day that a, dating that's a thing, it's like huh? day, day drinking except it's day dating so this is as you get older, I think, Mark. It might be. Because Angela and I usually, a lot of times on Mondays we go out and we, we like maybe do some errands, but then it turns into lunch. Yeah. Is that day dating? Day dating. It's practical dating where you're doing errands and eating? Well, not so much that. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. You know, with little kids at home, we got little kids and she's really tired by nighttime and I'm, I'm a little bit tired. I'm kind of late at her myself, but we're like, <laughs> let's go out when we're awake and have good conversation. Yeah, breakfast. And so we go sit on a... 
patio at uh, one of my favorite restaurants downtown. You're not at a bench like throwing breadcrumbs at pigeons, are you? No, 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 <laughs> not, we're not there yet. Okay, but um, so we we sit down and I'm getting ready to order, and this this dog comes walking over to our table oh, no. and lifts his leg on the on the table leg and splatters all over the place yeah. under my feet. Yeah, and I look over and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> well, the person holding dog is at the next restaurant. <laughs> and they've let the dog extend the leash all the way over to come pee on our table. I'm like, what is going on here? And I just, I bit my tongue. I was like, that's what happened right. to me earlier. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to ruin our day date by getting into it with this ridiculous person. Yeah. Who's not even paying attention utterly to their dog. Clueless, yeah. Utterly clueless. And uh, it, it was an old lady, and it turned out she was holding the extended leash for some young guy. It was who, an old lady? <laughs> she was watching the dog for some young guy who went inside to eat or something. Mark argued with oh. an old lady. So I didn't, no, I didn't say anything. Okay, okay, I, just, okay. I just said, all right, we're going to... I just... Just move on. I just took our glasses of water and like yeah. kind of washed it off, and as I asked waitress, I was like, look, the dog peed here. I'd use the water to... to I just... I was like, oh, really? Well, you have all these experiences, like when you go hiking. Last week, it was the the, the poop bags, you know. So it's always it's always something. People, yeah. it's just well, I I don't like when you're driving down the road and they have those leashes or any leash, and they let the dog start wandering out in the road. And I'm like, yeah. driving, yeah. driving, you know. I mean, can, pull your dog back. Well, in the extended leash, they to retract it, you have to like, you either have to get the dog to walk to you or have to reach out, and then. Let go of the button quick enough and pull them in and yeah. do that multiple times. And a lot of times when the people reach out, the dog just goes further. <laughs> and so it doesn't, they're not able to retract them or control them. And I, you know, I had a really good experience on the trail today. I went, I mountain bike in the mornings lately. And this lady had a dog off leash, which I'm fine with if you know how to control him. Yeah. And she had him totally controlled with just visual commands. Well, that's like our dog, Addie. We can do that. We were like, you can, she's just sitting there. She, she knows what to she do. She won't move. You just put a hand up. Yeah. Yeah, you unless, unless a squirrel runs by or squirrels, falls off my roof. Right. I don't know if you listened to the show yesterday, but squirrels are the exceptions. But that's how, if your dog is trained like that, that is, it was such a happy experience. Like, wow, an owner who trains their dog well. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if a person has a well trained dog, their kids are probably also well trained. Yeah, probably. It just goes hand in hand. It's just probably with an extended leash. <laughs> Some people <laughs> do that. All right. Um, a show note. I, I'm starting the process of interviewing the Prop 480 people. Mm -hmm. I expect soon we will have the pro side and the no side. And this is the, the hospital. The hospital. Yes. So what happened was the hospital bought a bunch of land by Fort Tuthill, south of Flagstaff, went to get it uh, temporarily rezoned, conditionally rezoned. Yeah. City council said, sure, go for it. A bunch of voters got together, gathered signatures, and said, no. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. Let's put it on the ballot. So I'm working. I'm going to get those. And then within a couple of weeks, we'll kind of convene a panel after we have a fair vetting of the issues and kind of give our ranking. Because there's not a lot of election issues out there coming up. This is a special this is, election. This is a special election. It's a big one for a lot of folks in northern Arizona, the hospital. So, all right. Keep your dog leashes short. <laughs> I'll be back here tomorrow. Everybody have a great, safe night. Good job, Mark. Thank you. We'll talk Thanks. with you soon. Take care.